All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Two Ugly for TV podcast. Good morning, Jake. Good morning. We are recording on Saturday, January 16th, four days to having a new president. Uh, it depends on how it pans out, man. They still got to recount some votes. Uh, there, there, there may be a coup of some kind. We don't know. <laughs> there could be. There could be a coup of some time, kind. Hey, did you happen to catch uh, Real Time with Bill Maher last night? I did not. Okay. Um, it's worth watching. I'll just put it that way. The, the new rules segment at the end, especially. If you don't want to watch the entire episode to you or anyone, all you have to do is look up new rules, Bill Maher. And last night's episode, he really went into... Uh, a very Please tell me he's gone full Q this season. He's he switched. He's like, listen, people, I know I said a lot of bad things about Trump. Okay, I've read articles in in the break. I'm full Q this season. Completely different show. That would have been exciting. No, what he did was very even-handed. He went into great depth on something you and I have just sort of talked about in passing, where... He, he talks about how Trump is not correct, but also he, he attacks California for being California. You and I have said many times that California does shit They're wrong. too goddamn close to the water. Wait, no, what's he attacking I'm just for? saying as far as uh, just, just with COVID, you and I have said Florida saying free-for-all is not the answer and California saying lock everything down and destroy the economy is not the answer. He brings that up with relation to uh, voting and economics, how... Uh, Trump did not drain the swamp and basically said, fuck you to the middle class and to the rural people that were supporting him. But at the same time, uh, California is a solid blue state, which also fucks over the middle class. And it, it, it was just really nicely handled, I thought. So I, I recommend, since you didn't see it, that people talk about it. That's good, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember when I used to fill in on the trucking channel all the time at work and... Uh, yeah, you, you'd always hear these guys talking about how, how much more gas is in blue states and how much more tolls is and stuff like that. And, and, and it's one of those things to where anytime they talk about an increase to, you, you know, particularly gas stuff, it's always like, well, this is just a green thing and we're doing it for the environment. And this only fucks over rich people. It's like, no, 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 the gas tax in terms of like the percentage of your income that it, that it affects that that fucks with poor people way more than it fucks with rich people absolutely and it really takes truckers in the dick so i mean i'm not saying that that you shouldn't do those things i'm not saying you shouldn't try to help the environment obviously you should otherwise global warming's going to really fuck us up you, you know it, among other things, you, you know what I mean? Like all the plastic in the ocean. Yeah, we should be increasing taxes to, to help with things. But don't try to be this champion of the lower class while you completely ignore um, the, the effects that things like that are going to have on people economically. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, that's I'm glad he did that as opposed to just towing the, the blue party line and going, anybody who doesn't like the Democrats is obviously in the Klan and there's no other reason you wouldn't like us. Right, exactly. And I, I wasn't even thinking of the gas tax. That's uh, I have two thoughts. One, I am pretty sure that whenever they do like a gas tax for the environment, the money doesn't end up going to pay for environmental programs. It goes elsewhere. It just goes into the Fuck budget. Fuck no, it goes to Epstein's Island. Yeah. It, with it all of his buddies. It goes to whatever they want to pay for. It doesn't, it's not like... 
a direct line correlative effect where we're going to raise it 10 cents for environmental reasons and we're going to fund environmental causes. No, so that's that's a lie right there. But then my second thought was you talked about tolls. I have long had that thought about Illinois and especially Chicago. Illinois is another high tax state and they have toll roads. And I never understood that. It's it's the whole taxation without representation because they get federal dollars for their highways and then they charge a state tax for the toll road that's double dipping that's supposedly why they threw the t in the harbor back in boston in the days because tax if i just happen to drive across illinois i have to pay a tax on that even though i'm a federal resident of the united states they get to take more money from me even though i get nothing out of it it's it's absurd dude the george washington bridge if you want to cross going into new york from new jersey i think it's like 18 dollars or something crazy that's insane how do people and and yet so 18 they couldn't afford to go on the bridge to dump the goddamn tea in the harbor off that one they would be like we're dumping the tea off a different bridge this one's too expensive and don't don't people sometimes live in jersey because it's more cost effective to live in jersey than it is in manhattan so you you try to escape the money and you're spending it to get back in yeah, I now I only I only rent cars occasionally. I, I I don't own one, so I don't drive a lot. You can get an Easy Pass. An Easy Pass is something where you don't have to. They have different lanes, you know, and it's basically a thing that you put up in your win, window, like 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 your windshield. Yeah, I have that for my toll roads. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And and so I I don't think it's as expensive if you get one of those. I, I, I don't know what the cost breakdown is, but I think it's... it's well, general, like for Illinois, it's you spend... I'm going to make these numbers up. Um, it's $3 for a toll, but if you have an easy pass, it's a dollar. Something like that. Oh, you're bitching about $3 and $1 tolls. That is fucking adorable. But they're oh, every, they're every five miles or something absurd. Where it's like, yeah, you're, you're, no, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're a lot, man. Ohio is kind of the same way. Yeah, you just keep um, coming but, across... Well, Ohio is now... Ohio and Indiana are what Illinois should be in a way, even though I don't like their tollers either, where they just have two tolls, one when you enter and one when you exit. So Illinois has them yeah. where they're still every few miles you go through a toll, which is absurd, especially if you don't live there and have an easy pass. So you drive 10 minutes, then you have to get in a pay by cash lane. Then you drive 10 minutes. You're not making any good time. At least Ohio and Indiana oh, yeah, those are have an entrance yeah. and exit toll. But the whole point is it is double dipping. But, yeah, it's it's absurd to say that, uh, oh, you, like New York does have high taxes and then a high toll for a bridge. You'd think that the high taxes right. would pay for the, the the service. This is the system. But, no, they double dip and ask. And that's the thing is they act like, well, we only like to increase taxes on billionaires. Like, oh, OK, well, who does who does the tolls fuck with? You asshole. Yeah. Yep, the, the rich people don't give a shit about the tolls. That's nothing to them. The billionaires live in their building. So they, they live on the 75th floor and then they go down to the offices on the 25th floor. You know, like they all they have to do is get into These a high people speed are taking elevator. helicopters to work. Yeah. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Exactly. They're lizards. They fucking travel underground. They got spaceships and stuff. <laughs> well, speaking of lizards, uh, Jake, I said you, you called it. Last week, we talked about the, the, the storming of the Capitol 
and you compared the people storming the Capitol to... I was so hoping it was going to turn out somebody was really a lizard. I was like, God damn it, did I, did I call some lizard shit? Well, I'm half kidding around about that. Pretty close. You said, uh, behind, beyond, behind the curve, is it? The, the Netflix documentary on Flat Earthers. You yeah. said of, that these people are desperate, loners, not lo but they're looking for a sense of community we talked about, and the head of the Flat Earth Society was just this single dude, sort of an incel that lived at home with his mom. Well, it turns out the guy in the Chewbacca uh, bear co buffalo costume bikini uh, is a 30-something-year-old guy that lives in his mom's basement. You you called it 100%. No, you mean it's not Dr. Centaur or whatever the <laughs> fuck that guy was supposed to be? It's it's not CEO Centaur. No, it's it's not millionaire professional Centaur. It was a failed actor lives at home in his mom's basement in his 30s. You called it. Yeah, it's... It's 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 not Wolfman in in Friedman uh, 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 law firm. There's 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 no uh, he's, he's not uh, he's not moving people's stocks and bonds around by day and uh, howling at the moon and storming the Capitol by night. No, he's not. And the ah. sad thing is um, that when when they do that whole talk to the neighbors and talk to the friends and family, he's a guy that they say like anyone when when his life took a turn. Apparently, when he went to, he wanted to be an actor, and that didn't work out. And like anybody, he got wrapped up in conspiracy theories because, as we discussed with the flat earthers, he's lonely, he's isolated, his life is not on a good path, and this makes him feel important. You know, the idea that I have a secret, I am part of this, um, th this community, this organization that wants to help by defeating pedophiles. Defeating pedophiles is is a noble cause. It's just sad when it's fake. Like you, nobody would say, "No, I'm on the side of pedophiles." That's that's absurd. But when it's 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 false and you buy into it, when the pedophile. I mean, how young is thirteen, really? Come on, now, people. Yeah, but it so we can make fun, but it's also a very sad situation. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's shitty. I mean, I the friends of mine I know who've really I, I've I've kind of noticed them posting bizarre shit. I mean, not not like not QAnon specifically. I mean, I'm I'm talking a little while ago, like you, you know, got really heavy into Alex Jones. Not like watching it just to kind of like, ooh, I wonder what kind of nutty shit he's gonna say now. Yeah, that's you know that that's whatever. Um, fuck, I do that now, you know? So I, um, but I'm talking about the people that really got into it and, and were really kind of, kind of going down the rabbit hole with that shit. They, from what I can tell, they, it, it tends to be a phase with most people. And, and the people that I, I, I'm just talking to people I know personally. Um, this isn't like a huge sample size or anything, but from what I can tell, it happened at times when, yeah, they're, they're, they, they weren't that happy in their lives. You know, they didn't really have a lot else going on. And so it's one of those things to where, um, I, I don't know, man, it's like heroin addiction for your fucking psyche, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and to state the very, very obvious, this all exploded over the summer when we were in a pandemic not that we're not in a pandemic now, 
people are isolated and they had too much time on their hands. And I hate to use the, the oft used uh, phrase, but it was the perfect storm. You had people who were losing jobs. You had people that were unhappy. You had people that were isolated, who were home, who had all the time in the world on their hands. And you combine that with, hey, uh, let's get pedophiles off the streets. Holy shit, it's, it's perfect. You know, it, it, it takes hold and sucks you in. Right. I mean, I think I think it, I was I was reading something somewhere that guy was like a failed actor or something. Yeah. And I, I it really a lot a lot of the people and, and same with the, the flat earth stuff, they, they kind of get into it because their their life's not going well. And, it, and it's it really I think it's almost like a comforting thing when they're like, my my life is shit, but it's not because I'm fucked up. It's because of those goddamn lizards in the Pentagon who yeah. made everything shitty. And I, I'm not fucked up. The entire system's fucked up. And so it becomes one of those things. It's just, I, I, and I know people who've kind of gotten, like, really hardcore into, you know, a lot of, like, left-wing political movements and stuff for that same reason. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not a fucking piece of shit. It's these piece of shit corporations that have made everything terrible. And so I'm going to get, you know, even to where it's stuff to where it's like, yeah, yeah this isn't like a wild, crazy, out there thing. And, the, and, and, and they're making good points with some of this stuff, but they're, they're so into it that it's just like, oh, you're fighting this evil... Um, you know, corporate slash capitalist, you know, monster or whatever, and it's their lizard people. To where it's like, yeah, some of the more of that shit's real, but then they extrapolate and they're like, you know, they 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 make it into this fucking lizard demon that it's well, in some cases it is, I guess, with <laughs> some of these fucking companies. Well, I mean, the but, system is fucked up. The system yeah, is right. screwing yeah. us all, but it, they're not to not to circle back to what Bill Maher said, but why not? Um, he pointed out, and, and he, it's it's a very even-handed segment. But he did point out that the sad the sadness comes when you have this fucked up system, and your response is to champion the guy that doesn't care about you, which in this case is Trump, because he did point out that there are people out there who are trying to fight for the little guy. The Elizabeth Warrens is one he mentioned. Elizabeth Warren right. was a champion of the small, but she has got that toxic D in front of her name, that Democrat. And yeah, it, it's it's a matter of seeing that the situation is fucked up, but then taking that and making a really poor choice in how to solve it. Well, yeah, and I I think it was... Tim Dillon kind of broke down the QAnon thing like like this, and he made some good points too. And I, I I think that's one thing is is they're having like you, you know shitty lives or whatever, and so this is something to cling to. I, I think that's part of it, and then I think another part of it is kind of the Epstein thing, where people who weren't really didn't really believe in any conspiracies because like not believing in any is also fucking nuts too because it's like what what are you talking about you know like you think. Oh, the news is just telling you the fucking truth every day. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? You know. Um, but the Epstein thing, to where they clearly just fucking took this guy out, and were like, oh yeah, the guards were asleep and the yeah. cameras were broken, and his neck was was broken in a way that you know happens when you strangle. So, to the point to where it's like, oh no, they they fucking got this guy. Don't know specifically who it was. 
Was it rich billionaires? Was it the CIA? Was it Mossad? I, I don't know. <laughs> he was kind of in bed well, with all of them. I mean, with know? that one, it's so good because was it Trump or was it Clinton? Like, like you have it's it's just power at that or point. Or it could have just been fucking you know some some rich guy who had a billion dollars and was like. I'm saying, as far as politics go, we always say it's right or left, but this was the right. situation where it could have been either because he had his. That is the ultimate. Or the CIA. Fuck, man. You know he was he was he was using that place as like he was he was getting these these rich guys and and, and kind of Fuck world leaders and, and, and doing like sexual blackmail. Like yeah. they do that shit in the CIA, you know. And 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 it, there was like um, rumors he was working with Mossad. So it was like it could have been a number of fucking people, you know. Yeah. But so people looked at that, and I think people who never really were into any conspiracies at all looked at that and went oh fuck some of this shit's real and it and it made their minds melt and they're like well then nothing i've been told is real therefore any of this stuff could be and so now they think everything's a goddamn conspiracy you know yeah and it's it's sad because it's and it's difficult like i'm not making fun of these people and saying it shouldn't be an extreme it shouldn't be that everything is real or nothing is real it's everything is gray there there you have to pick and choose what's reality it it's just i'm 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 being inarticulate here the whole point is the extremes are never the answer that it's all lizard people and it's all uh just you know pedophiles or none of it is lizard people and none of it is pedophiles and it's difficult to sit down on a case by case basis and try and ferret out what is bullshit and what is is not bullshit. Because you tell anybody five years ago, oh yeah, there's a pedophile rape island, and it's easy to kind of dismiss that and go, oh come on. Well, that was the thing. Alex Jones was one of the only guys talking about this shit two years ago. You know, but he's also talking about lizards and, and exactly. aliens and all this other shit. So it, it, it's tough. It yeah. becomes this big mess where. It's easier to go to an extreme. It's easier to say it's all true or it's all fake when the reality is, I hate to say it, but a case-by-case -case basis. You really have to buckle down and examine every situation and say, okay, like, like Epstein versus Dominion voting machines, where, okay, the, the facts fall on the side of Epstein being a pedophile who was killed in prison uh, because just nothing adds up, whereas... Hugo Chavez in Venezuela, there are no facts to state that they got into the Dominion machines and changed votes for Biden. It just it didn't happen. But there are people who will take either side and say, oh, yes, uh, Epstein committed suicide and the Dominion machines are safe. And the other side says, no, the Dominion machines are ruled by Hugo Chavez and Epstein was murdered. It can't be Dominion is safe and Epstein was murdered. Because you know what I mean, they they have to blanket right. people. Just pick their corners, and it's it's well. And, and the basic look, anybody who's really still on that the election was it's like what? Then they then they wouldn't have done it in in 2016. I mean, like like Democrats have thought that that man is the devil since since he started campaigning. Right. Like they would have done it in 2016 if they could if they could do it to that level. If they could do it to the level to where they're 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 casting hundreds of thousands of of, of fake ballots in these states because that's essentially what you're talking right. about at that point, you know. Um it's like it's seven different states. I would get where the conspiracy bug would 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 get going if it was like one state and it came down to you, you know, it came down to the one state and just a few counties. All right. But 
it's it's he he lost by too goddamn much. Like, what are you talking about? Well, and as you and I have said a million times, and as everyone has said, this is not an original thought. Are you really telling me the Democrats would have rigged it so that they lost seats in congressional districts? and had to do a recall, not a recall, had to do a second election in Georgia. Do you really think that the Democrats would have said, okay, here's the deal. We're going right. to sneak Biden in, but in Georgia, we're going to make them vote on the Senate a second time. That makes zero sense. How incompetent are the guys filling out these, these massive amounts of fake ballots where they're only voting for your party on half the fucking tickets? Right. That's crazy. You need to, you need to hire better uh, 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 ballot forgers at that point. <laughs> All right. Well, I said earlier that it is January 16th, and this just dropped a few hours ago. This is today's news. The NRA, the National Rifle Association, has declared bankruptcy and they are going to move to Texas. Uh, the second part, well, actually, neither part is surprising in the least. Um, and uh, there's a third part in the article. Of course, the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, says we welcome you with open arms. Um, their, their money problems are so bad that they've had to sell the guns from their cold, dead hands. <laughs> they've had to pawn them. Did you happen to listen to now? I, I like like QAnon people. I actually I listened to podcasts all summer while I was in isolation. And one of them was a podcast called Gangster Capitalism. And season one involved college tuition, I believe. I'm not positive. But season two of Gangster Capitalism involved the NRA. And it was fascinating. Did you happen to listen to it? Have you heard of it? I've, I've never heard of this. No. Okay. In short. What is the NRA? <laughs> I like that. That was a very good twist. Um, in short, and I, this is a very, very small summation. Uh, Wayne LaPierre, who has been the head of the NRA forever, is, is like anything. When you've been around for a long time, you just sort of treat your organization as your own piggy bank. They have been giving him untold millions of dollars, and it's it's contracts to friends and family and paying for private jets for vacations. So anytime someone that believes in gun rights donates a dollar to the National Rifle Association, it's kind of like the, the Trump, Trump grift we always talk about. Sure, 10, 15 cents goes to fighting for the Second Amendment, Amendment, but 85 cents goes to complete bullshit. And this podcast right. went into detail on infighting in the NRA members that fully believe in the Second Amendment who were unhappy with this and who got purged. And it talks about the corruption. And the attorney general, the attorneys general of New York got involved and filed lawsuit for against the NRA because they claimed to be a nonprofit, yet they were treating the place they were treating it like a corporation. And so that is what finally led to the NRA declaring bankruptcy. Now it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here because it's not going to go away. It's not going to disappear. It will rebrand. Texas has already welcomed it with open arms. But I just thought it was fascinating because yeah, it talked about how a rift. Do you remember when Oliver North was made a face of the NRA? He discovered the grift and was unhappy. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. he was in it for a very short time. I remember they championed. We've got Oliver North. He's going to be the face of the because he's he's Oliver North. Everybody knows who he is. He discovered where the money was going, and he was unhappy, and that caused a fight. And it's 
It's it's fascinating and worth listening to. Did I ever tell you about? I, I probably told this story on this podcast a while ago. But did I tell you about when I was in the NRA and they were trying to pull straight up um, um, uh, Nigerian prince level fucking mail scams? Yes, but do members? it again. I know exactly where you're going. Okay. But anybody that's joining us for the first time, this is fascinating how they would word these letters. Yes. So after I got out of the army, I, I back, back when I lived in Iowa City, it's uh, for those who don't know, college town, Midwest. Uh, but you can't like shoot in there because it's a it's city limits. So I there's a there was a gun club like you know you know just a, a few minutes from my my house basically you, you know it was it was like maybe a 15 minute drive and uh, it was like a cheap membership you just pay like 50 bucks a year or something like that and there was never even anybody there man they would just give you a combination of the gate you could go in there there was indoor range there was like a cool um, like like reflective re reflexive thing you could you could shoot uh, pistols at it would pong they would, they would fall over you could pull it back up it's, they, they had like a nice uh, uh, skeet thrower one of the electronic, one of the automatic ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. You press the button and fucking bow. Because it if, was great. Before we get too deep, what what you're saying, anybody should figure out, and I should make it clear, neither one of us is anti-gun. I mean, just because we're talking about the NRA, like, yeah. so yeah. Jake is very pro-gun. So anyway, continue. And part of part of that membership is they, they would say, and uh, you have to be a member of the NRA. And I was like, well, okay. Um how come? And they were like, well, you know, we, we have all of our members of the gun club sign up because we can apply for grants and stuff from the NRA if we have 100% NRA membership to the gun club. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It's only like an extra 10 bucks a year or something yeah. like that at the time. And so I'm like, I, I don't give a shit. It was like 50, 60 bucks a year, and I could go and I, and I could shoot in this place whenever I wanted, and it was fucking great, you know? Um, but they, so I, you remember the NRA, they, they send you a fucking... Propaganda. Letters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and the letters were always, you know, um, uh, there are socialists in the White House trying to steal your guns. And give us an extra 50 bucks this month so they don't come and take your guns. You, you, you know, and I'm like, all right, you know, uh, whatever. And so I'm not, you, you know, I, I would never really pay attention to that stuff. And it, it, like, because it was never, it was never, you know, geared toward the sort of, I guess the casuals like myself who were sort of begrudgingly paying them 10 bucks a year so they could use, you know, some uh, so they could uh, just, shooting they range. They could say we have this many members as opposed to, you know, like, you lower the cost to get in. I'm saying the, the letters were, were geared toward the guys in the bunker because that's right. who's going to send you money because they're paranoid. Guys like me, if, if, you, if you say a little more honestly, like, hey, listen, um, so they're – a lot of legislation has like earmarks and stuff like that, and you know what I mean, like a lot of a lot of pork fat or whatever. And a lot of the a lot of the more left leaning candidates will put in things if it's a I don't know if it's a fucking bill about roads, they'll throw some shit in there about increasing the cost on ammunition. You know, mm. eh, we're gonna keep them from doing that. That's not gonna get people sending shit in. Right. You know what I mean? But the paranoid guys, I need to give them a few hundred bucks more this month so that Nancy Pelosi and Barack Hussein Obama don't take my gun. Like th those, those. That's where you're getting the checks, so that's where you pander to. And so I, I just was like, yeah, it's pandering, it's whatever. But here's what fucked me up. They they sent one where um, so they'd sometimes send you like DVDs. In the mail, where it was, it was probably more of that. I, I never even watched them, you know. But um, they sent me a DVD, and you know, it's probably more. Don't let the goddamn commie Democrats take your fucking, you know. So I would just throw them away, you know. Well, one time they sent me this DVD, I throw it out. The next, but I, I don't know, like like a month later, 
They send me another letter saying, oh, the NRA sent you a DVD last month. That was a $5 DVD. Um, either send us the DVD back or send us $5. And I'm like, what? It's not sending you shit. It's like Columbia House at that point. You just joined the Columbia House Record Club. Yeah, they would like, oh, they, yeah, yeah, you send us back. The, they, they would, I think they, they mailed me a nickel. And they were like, yeah, yeah, here's for the postage to send us the $5 for the DVD. I'm like, what? Who's falling for this? But it's like, oh, a lot of their members are older, and that's who falls for that shit. And it's like, wait a minute, you're, you're, not, you're not scamming those commie liberal Democrats who are taking the gun. You're scamming your own members, you, you predatory fucks. And then, as said, now, that's fantastic because gangster capitalism did not talk about that at all, as far as I remember. They focused on the fact that once they got the money, it didn't go to fight the legislation as much as they said it did. It, it went. That's to, not shocking at all. The type of organization that's going to fucking pull, pull Nigerian prince scams on its own fucking members, you mean to tell me that they're not spending every penny the way they're saying? <laughs> exactly, no, yeah. go on. So it's just funny that diehards champion the NRA. And it's funny because they did talk about how, and I'm going to make this up, 80% of NRA members believe there should be better gun laws. They don't want people, they, they don't come take our guns, but, you know, they're they're okay with a waiting period. Maybe ask for an ID. Yes, an ID or a background give, check. Right. Give a young-looking guy who's not great with eye contact uh, <laughs> a fucking semi-automatic rifle. <laughs> not great with eye contact. But that's the whole point, is the NRA does not even represent NRA members' wishes, which is what I always find fascinating. And it's funny when you and I, when we know these people, we talk about them, when people get outraged by this, where they're just like, the NRA does this, and the NRA's like, okay, yeah, they do. It, that's what they do. Why do you get angry about it? You can either laugh at it, or you can you, you can try to work toward changing it, or but the people that get angry over everything, whether it's on the right or the left, those are the people that amuse both of us. The The idea that one side is more pure than the other in their righteousness. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, they, they do. I, I guess I would say the most nefarious shit they do is uh, they, they do have a lot of lobbyists who do get a lot of Republican politicians to, you know, Make sure that states don't have to do background checks. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I mean, even the the most hardcore fucking gun guys, you got to be insane to not want background checks. Yeah, and that's what I said. Again, the number made up, but 70, 80%, when they do surveys, NRA members like guns and want them to be safe. That's the whole point of the NRA. Is it started out as a gun safety organization, and so they understand that background checks are important. It's just that somehow the vocal, angry 10 to 20 percent that are just like complete freedom. It's like when you see libertarians interviewed. I remember watching a, a short documentary on libertarians running for president. And before they gave the nod to Gary Johnson, they had to have a debate or, or a hearing or a formality, whatever. And the, the candidates they had lined up uh, it was insane. They would go down the list and say, do you believe in stop signs? A and the candidates would go, no, stop signs are a tyranny of the government. And then we get to Gary Johnson and he just sort of... The founding fathers didn't have stop <laughs> signs. Fuck you. And Gary Johnson would rub his eyes and say, okay, 
stop signs are important. Not everything is government overreach. And then people would react, say, oh, Gary Johnson isn't a true libertarian. I mean, there's there's infighting in every single organization. You know who else wore seatbelts? Hugo Chavez and Stalin. <laughs> uh, exactly. That's that's it's 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 every organization. Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians, the NRA, uh, pro-life organizations have infighting, I bet. Uh, women's rights organization. If it's an organization, there is infighting. That's the way it works. I don't know if it went into this in that podcast, man, but I, I, I always, I mean, I, I've always kind of wondered about the NRA, how much of their money comes from like membership donations and how much of it comes from like, they, they probably got to be getting a lot from the gun manufacturers themselves, right? Because the gun manufacturers, re I mean, they're the ones who really have a vested interest in, in keeping these uh, gun laws lax, right? Yeah, I, I don't know if it did that too. I, it mostly talked about the Wayne LaPierre corruption, or at least that's what I remember, because I have an IQ of a potato, and therefore, you know, if it was more than a week ago, I've forgotten it. So all I'm giving you is the gray area you know, haze that I can pull from my, my memory. I'm sure there were, I mean, it was, I don't know how many episodes, but they're not going to do eight to 10 episodes of just Wayne LaPierre, Wayne LaPierre. It went into detail on other things. That's just what my shitty memory recalls. Cause I'm stupid. Dude, if, if I'm, if I'm Wayne LaPierre's like right hand financial guy, I'm going to tell him, yeah, keep, keep doing these, uh, these shitty scams to the elderly <laughs> through, through, through mail, you, you know, but, uh, Let's hit up our buddies over at uh, Winchester and Ruger. Yeah. You know, do it. Just try to get some fucking, try to get some checks from those fellas. Get them to break the piggy banks a bit. Yep, they got they got the money. Massive, massive hog size piggy banks they got over there. All right, Jake, this is going to be my favorite story of the week, if not of all time, because it's it's something everybody should have seen coming, and I hope it's true. Yes, it's a headline. Yes, it's clickbait. And it, you, you never know what's verifiable or not. But uh, the thing that got me that I started laughing, and it's in a lot of places, Trump has told his financial, uh, his, his don't pay Rudy Giuliani, basically. Uh, I can't find the headline now. It's not letting me do the headline. I just have the story. Trump has yeah. told his, his financial advisors or whoever the people... Do not pay Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani did not keep me from getting uh, impeached. He did not swing the election to me like he was supposed to. So do not pay him for his legal fees. Basically, at this point, Rudy Giuliani has become the ambulance chasing uh, <laughs> lawyer. That is, yeah. you know, if I don't get you elected to a second term, your your you know trial is free. Because <laughs> yeah. It, well, not only it said in this article, not only is he not paying Giuliani, but for Giuliani to even like get to be his lawyers, he had to bring 10 friends to buy a two drink minimum, uh, you, you, you know, just just to get on uh, in, in front of the cameras. Yes. He said, don't worry, there's going to be industry here. It's going to be it's going to be great for your career. There's the headline. I had to refresh the page. Trump has told staff not to pay Rudy Giuliani over irritation at being impeached again. But it's not just the impeachment. It's the fact that Giuliani was supposed to get the election overturned. And I don't know if you remember this, Jake. Um, it was several weeks ago or a month ago that the headlines were that Giuliani 
was getting paid $20,000 a day. That was his fee, which again, that was never verified, just as this has not been verified. But when it comes to leaning toward the truth, what is believable and what is not believable, the fact that a guy, Donald Trump, who always backs out on paying his contractors, his lawyer, like he, he never pays anybody, his casino, you know, it, it rings true that he would not be paying Rudy Giuliani at this point because he would just say, nope, I lost. Fuck you. You did not earn your money. Yeah, and plus, Rudy Giuliani, even when he was getting paid, he had to pay the exchange rate to uh, switch him over from Russian dollars to U.S., and <laughs> that's fucked up, I thought. Yes, because uh, rubles, you know, that they're, they're, you need more. Rubles, I couldn't think of the goddamn word. I was like, I know they're not called Russian dollars. I know this is going to sound fucking dumb. <laughs> All right, final story, and I think you and I talked about this weeks or months ago when the product first was released. I, I'm almost positive you and I discussed this product. Well, uh, the headline, Your Cock is Mine Now, Hacker Locks Internet Connected Chastity Cage and Demands Ransom. Weeks and months ago... Chastity Cage, I thought, was Nicolas Cage's uh, niece that stripped. <laughs> that would be a good one. Um... Weeks or months Didn't ago. Didn't we talk about this? I, I feel like I would have remembered this. Well, Was I crazy? Yeah, they put something? a lock I, on I their this. penis and, and it is controlled. Like, so the partner is supposed to be able to control it as an app on their phone. It's it's a, it's an, a, not a bondage thing. Well, it is. It's a, a BSMD thing where it's about control. It's about power. And so you put this device on your cock and your partner can release it through an app. And I thought we said, this doesn't seem like a good idea. Well, here we are months later, and someone hacked into the software and locked all the things on Cox. Well, you know, uh, not, to, not to blame the victim here, but it says that uh, Kiwi... Is a, is is a is a company what out of China? Yes, they're trying to control our dicks. They're trying to uh, uh, keep us from fucking. Well, I'll, and then they're going to take us over. You can take the China conspiracy path. I will take the I'm an old man, get off my lawn path, which is God damn it, kids! If you're into this stuff, what happened to good old locks and keys? Physical keys and locks. You got a lock, you take a key and you open it, and if the key gets lost, you can cut it off. You with your digital technology and getting your penis all trapped by technology and apps. Eh, I wash my hands of it. That's my path. Is that's a good point? Yeah, like what happened? How do just, how do we know that this hacker isn't just a fucking dominatrix that all these guys are paying to do? Oh, that's a good this. one. Yes. I mean, the ultimate domination is now I absolutely control your dick. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you want me to unlock it, you need to subscribe to my OnlyFans. Or, nah. or send uh, $5 to the NRA because of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Wayne LaPierre. It is. He, he's so desperate. <laughs> he's, he's hacking into uh, BDSM subs, uh, uh, chastity dick things. I, I'm positive we never talked about these on the podcast. I would goddamn remember uh, this. Uh, maybe I just read an article and put it in my brain, but I remember reading the article and thinking... This is a bad idea. Having electronic control over a lock is a bad... I mean, and I know that everyone has it in their houses and you everything is electronic now, but 
it, it because it seemed like a bad idea and it happened. It got hacked and now people have trapped penises. And you can't just take a acetylene torch and cut those things off. No, you're dealing. How with... is there not a safety on these? That's fucking That's crazy. A... You know, how there's like safe words in BDS. There should be a safe word for your fucking dick lock, right? Or a physical release. Yes, a a, whole, yeah. a pull point. If you push, you take a, a paper clip and you unwind it, so you stick it in this tiny tiny hole, and there's a release there that pops the lock. Yeah, out. one of those little hexagon things. They yeah. have those for like like doors inside houses. Yes, yes, at least exactly. they used to. Like a door lock that just takes a a push release but but God that would defeat it, China the, that would first defeat the coronavirus and now you give us these dick chastity <laughs> locks that are unsafe what's wrong with you <laughs> that's that's the uh, I had a thought that I lost it all right let's sign off there everyone thanks for listening how dude wait how how fucking lazy is our criminal justice system to where we're just using these on sex addicts and not uh, pedophiles come on Yes. Put them on pedophiles. These should be in every pizza shop basement taking care of pedophiles. Yeah, I want to see the Kevin Spacey video uh, next Christmas where he's complaining that the state of Massachusetts put a fucking dick cage on him. <laughs> that would be a good one. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, JakeFever.com, NathanTimmel.com. If you are listening to this, I will be, let me pull it up at the Fort Wayne Comedy Club on January 22nd and 23rd. So if you are anywhere near Fort Wayne, come see me this coming weekend, January 22nd, 23rd in Fort Wayne, Indiana. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Later. Later.